I'm Callie Lampy, and you are listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast, where my daddy shares a daily gift with you from the ocean. Hey guys, welcome to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. I am your host, Ryan P. Lampy, and today's surfing lesson is learning from others' experiences. I was out in the water recently, and this dude, talk about high tides, um, man, it was high tide, and he took a wave in, well, he took, a, I think, a couple waves in, and he eventually got pushed up pretty close to the rocks, into a bird shit rock, is this, is this break that I was surfing, and there's this big rock out in the water, it's, I mean, I would say, let's say 20, 30 yards out from the cliffs, this big-ass rock the size of a house just sitting in the water. And he gets pushed up, you know, pretty close to the cliffs and in that rock. It gets a little sketchy, and he keeps paddling. He has a longboard. I get it. (laughs) I use a longboard, too. I get it when you get caught in the inside and the high tide and the big waves. Like, it can be... It can be hard. It can be challenging to get back out. It can be really sketchy. And this guy, well, he he's getting pushed pretty close to the rocks. And I know that feeling, man. I know that feeling. You just got to give it everything inside of you. You got to just be full-on fucking committed. Get back out there because there's no really no other option. But what's interesting is there is this other op- There really is an option. There's another option. Like You can quit. You can quit and you can give up. And sometimes that can even seem like the only option. You feel exhausted, feel drained. Like I've been there. But guess what? It's an option that doesn't really work. And this guy really demonstrated that. So he quit. He gave up. I watched him. He was like, man, he's like, this is too much. And he literally, he was getting pretty close to the cliffs and he was just exhausted. He turned his board around and decides to go in. Now I'm paying a picture of this break. This big-ass bird shit rock, which is huge stone out in the middle of the water the size of a house, like a two-story house. And then you have against, I see, where this rock is, about 10 yards, there is all the riprap or the, um, just like these huge rocks, like huge rocks that are on the edge, like near the edge of the cliffs. And they, they span about 10, 15 yards also before they hit the cliffs. So on high tide, the water is washing up onto these big-ass rocks. Sharp, big, jagged, dangerous. I've hurt myself quite a bit on them. They have destroyed many, many boards. And this guy quit. He decides to go in. He turns around and goes in. He just call, you know, he just figures like this. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm just guessing what he's going through his mind based on where I've been. He's thinking, I'm exhausted. Let me just go in. And dude turns around, paddles in, like kind of just gets pushed with the wave, pushed into the shore. And I'm guessing he's thinking this is going to be better than working my ass stuff off, off the paddle out or paddling south to the rip current or whatever it takes. Quitting is going to be the better route. It's going to be the easier route. So he quit. He goes in and dude gets fucking smashed. Like the wave hits him, pushes him up on the rocks. He has a longboard. The board gets beat to shit. He gets beat to shit. He just gets wrecked. And I totally get, I, I know exactly what he's going through because I've been there. Now, it hasn't happened from me quitting. It's happened from me going in at 
particular areas inside the in, um, along the cliffs during high tide and big waves. I've done it, and it was I've gotten wrecked. I've gotten seriously wrecked, and I've destroyed many boards doing it. I've never done it with a long board, though. I'll tell you that right now. Never done it, or at least not with a uh, an actual like a normal longboard, not a wave storm. I've done it with a wave storm and fucked up a wave storm too, but I don't really care about the wave storm. But an actual longboard, oh my gosh, I've never done it with that. Dude gets wrecked, completely wrecked. And it's not that I was ever going to quit, but when I saw that, I was like, yeah, that decision did not serve him. Like, I'm definitely, it's validated inside of me. Like, you know what? When I get that feeling that I just, I can't go anymore, I have to give it all I have but I also want to quit, it validated that, you know what? I will never fucking quit. I will not get pushed up against those rocks like that. He probably, like, I don't even know what happened to him. I, I didn't see him after. I just know that he got wrecked. I don't know if he hit his head or anything. I have no clue. Like, literally, I have scars on my body from this kind of stuff. I get my back messed up, my knees messed up, my butt messed up, holes jagged, like, my feet all sliced up, my hands sliced up. My back sliced up, wetsuits, holes in my wetsuits. Like, I've been there. I understand. And this dude turns around, goes in on a longboard, quits, gives up, thinking that this would be easier if I could just get, I'll go into the rocks and I'll just walk, which is still a half a mile walk to get to an opening inside the cliffs where he could actually go up the cliffs. Like, that, that itself is pretty hard. When he's exhausted, has a big ass longboard and all this stuff. He has to go like, on these rocks, it takes a long time. But just going in, he quit, he gave up, and dude got smashed. So what did I get from this? Well, I learned from his experience. Like I said, not that I was ever planning on doing that before, but in my deepest, darkest moments, I am going to have my strongest commitment. I'm not going to choose to quit. Like, I might be paddling my ass off. I just can't go anymore, and I'm paddling, 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 and the waves are beating me and pushing up against the rocks, that's one thing. If I die that way, I die that way. But I will not quit, give up, and paddle into the damn rocks like that. After watching this guy, that is not happening. Where in your life are you... Actually, you know what? I'm going to pause this for a second. Because this is a conversation I have every day quite a bit of people. Now ask people their vision. Ask people what do they ultimately want right now? What's going on with them? What's the biggest thing on their heart? And that is a hard question often for a lot of people. They don't know what they want. They've never given themselves permission to go to where they want. They've never had someone um, help them cultivate their vision, cultivate their heart, what they want. We're so used to living in a society, in a culture where what we do is based upon what we think we should do. What we feel like we should, what we should do based upon others' expectations, based upon cultural expectations, based upon expectations inside, inside the church, of the military, of school, of the way we were raised. And we, we live in this world of what we should do, what we should do, what we should do. And inside of that, we lose what we want. What do we actually care about? What do we really, really, really want? What is on our heart? And we lose that. And so I have this conversation with people every day. And often what the case is, is they might find the beginning of their vision. Or they're somewhere along their vision in the, on the journey of getting what they want. But what they discover, especially inside of a conversation with me, is that their vision evolves. What they want now 
gets more fine-tuned, it gets sharpened as the days go by, as the, as the journey continues. And what happened with me, with this guy, was I just fine-tuned my vision more. Like I fine-tuned what I'm willing to do, what I'm not willing to do, and what I want based upon, hey, I don't want to get smashed up against the rocks like that. I'm not going in like that. I'm not going out like that. I'm not going in like that. And so I get to fine-tune more, hone in on what I want. So where in your life do you have the opportunity to capitalize on other people's experience? What's worked for them? Because this obviously did not work for this guy. What worked for them, what did not work for them. And you get to fine-tune your vision what you want. You get to decide, make a decision, and get more clear on what you ultimately want for yourself, for your family, for your career, for your life, for your relationships, based upon what did not work for others and what has worked for others as well. One of the biggest gifts that I get working with so many people, being connected to so many people, having, being privileged to work with so many coaches and mentors and people who love me and people doing the same work as me and all around having clients that inspire me. Guys that have tried big things, that have failed, that have made mistakes. And one of the big gifts inside of all that is I get to see mistakes again and again. And when I say mistakes, I don't mean mistakes like they fucked up. I mean like they wanted to do something. They wanted something and they tried a particular path. They failed forward and it didn't work for them. It just simply didn't work. So they got the course correct. And I get to learn from their course corrections, just like they get to learn from mine. And as we learn from each other's and as I pick up the course corrections from my friends, from my coaches, from my mentors, from my clients. I get to see what worked and what didn't work and what I want in my life. So for example, I know multiple guys who had this big vision of theirs, something big on their heart that that drove them and they want to turn it into a business. And often the case is When that happens, there's an easier route. It seems easier. And that route is, hey, when we find, when I find the perfect person, the perfect person comes along, I'll partner with them. That way they can fill in all the gaps in my game when it comes to business. And they latch on. They become business partners. And I'm not saying this is right, wrong, good, bad, or anything. I've seen it time and time time and time again, not work out. And obviously it has worked out for a whole lot of people who do this all the time. I get to learn from their experience, from what worked for them, what did not work for them. And I get to use it to sharpen and fine tune my own vision and what I want. I get to figure out why it didn't work for them, what they do now, how that works for them, Because especially relevant to this particular situation, 
hey, there's a part of me that's like, man, you know, when I first got into business over a year ago, like I was like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. I need a sales guy. I need a marketing guy. I need, I need um, just figure out everything. I need people to train me. I need all this stuff. Not to say I didn't need all, all of it, but I saw more gaps than I know what to do with inside my game when it came to business. And there was a big part of me just wanted someone to save me. Like if I just capitalize on my strengths alone, I can have someone else who compliments me fill in all the holes. And together, maybe we can create something really awesome. And here's the thing. It's not that it's not possible. It's not that I'll never even do that in the future. Maybe I will. But based upon my experience and the mistakes I've seen and what has and has not worked for others, well, my vision completely shifted. I have to fine-tune my vision. And now, what's wild is some of the holes that were in my game that I saw is like, I'm not this person. I put these labels on myself. Like, I can't be a marketer. That's just not me. I don't do sales. That is not me. And now they become pieces of my game where not just I, I can do them, I do them well. But like, like, let's say marketing, for example, like I am passionate about it. Sales, I am passionate about sales. I'm excited. I'm just scratching the surface. And these are parts of my vision, parts of my commitment, parts of my game, parts of who I am that now, based because of, the, because of what did not work for other people, it sharpened my vision, it sharpened my commitment, and I have gotten to experience a more rich vision, a more rich life. And it's not even just inside of business, the marketing. Like the way that bleeds over into my family and my relationships, it's changed everything for me. And I am so grateful for having experienced or getting to learn from other people's experience so I can cultivate my own heart, cultivate my own vision. So, where? Inside your life, inside the game that you're playing, do you have big opportunity to learn from other people's mistakes or what worked, what didn't work for them, other people's successes? Basically, you get to take these lessons from other people's experiences and you get to apply them inside your vision to help you get to where you want to go more effectively, more efficiently. And second thing is, with these lessons, with these insights from other people's experience, you also get to fine-tune your vision, sharpen, not just getting to where you want to go faster, more effectively, but actually focusing, getting more clear on where it is you want to go and how you're going to do it. All right, guys. That's all I have for you today. If you enjoyed this message, make sure to share this with a friend. And if you haven't already, please leave a rating on iTunes. Help me get this message out in front of more eardrums. And I appreciate you tuning in. I love you all and have a powerful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. For more Lampy craziness, find my daddy on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy and have a powerful...